Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another episode of Girl About Town on The Face Radio. I'm DJ Nico, all the way from Toronto, Canada. And uh, for this month's episode, we will be listening to a whole bunch of Canadian artists from the 60s up to modern day. So here we go. Memory. The ghost of the love you took from me. 
There's a Ghost in My House by R. Dean Taylor, released in 1967. Richard Dean was born in 1939 in Toronto. He moved to Detroit to pursue his musical career, which uh, comprised of songwriting, singing, and producing. He was one of the uh, songwriters for the Supremes track, Love Child, and also co-wrote songs for The Temptations and The Four Tops. And uh, he co-wrote this next song by The Mina Birds. Here is It's My Time. Time by the Minor Birds, released in 1966. So many of the members of the Minor Birds were Canadians, uh, one being Neil Young, and uh, Rick James was also part of the band. Well, of course, he was American uh, from the Detroit area. Uh, Bruce Palmer was another person who uh, later formed Buffalo Springfield with Neil Young. Later, uh, iterations of the band included artists that uh, later formed the band Steppenwolf. So uh, yeah, both the Minor Birds and the Ardeen Taylor track were off of the VIP Records label, which was a subsidiary of Motown Records. Next up is another artist uh, who there seems to be a bit of a six degrees of separation with uh, with the string of artists that I'm playing and songs that I'm playing. Uh, so this next artist is Shirley Matthews and a song called Big Town Boy.
That was Shirley Matthews with Big Town Boy from 1963. Shirley was born in Harrow, Ontario, which is uh, very close to Windsor, which is across the way from Detroit. She was uh, based out of Toronto and uh, taken to New York after her, uh, her first single, Big Town Boy, was a huge hit in Canada and sold one million copies. So her music was released on Tamarack, which was a Canadian label, uh, on Amy and Redleaf Records, all Canadian pressings of, uh, of her singles. Uh, some of her songs were also then later released on Atlantic Records after her trip to New York, but uh, it seemed like her career really didn't take off uh, after that one big hit. Uh, she did put out a few more singles, but uh, went went uh, away from and moved away from uh, the music industry completely and lived a life just outside of Toronto, uh, running a golf-related business with her husband. Uh, So yeah, one interesting connection was when she was uh, singing and performing in Toronto in the early 60s, she did meet uh, a person named James Ambrose Johnson, Jr., who is also known as Rick James, uh, she actually helped him by uh, giving him a name of a relative of hers who had died in the war in order to help him uh, protect himself because he had left the U.S. Uh, to get away from uh, being uh, sent off to uh, to war in the army. So he uh, changed his name in order to help himself from the fact that he was a draft dodger. So that's a, a little interesting bit of information. So yeah, uh, the next sort of uh, level of uh, six degrees of separation with these artists, I'm going to move on to Jackie Shane, who was another artist that was performing in Toronto around the same time as Shirley Matthews. Uh, they played similar clubs and the same scene here in, uh, in the city. So let us hear Coming Down by Jackie Shane. <laughs> I'm coming down, 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 coming down with a heartache. I ain't sick, but I got a fever. Blood pressure's running high. Pulse ain't right, I can't sleep at night. And here's the reason why. You ain't been around for a week or two. Said I ain't sick at night. Coming down, coming down, 
That was Jackie Shane with Coming Down from 1963. Jackie was born in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, moved up to the Toronto area after uh, traveling through Montreal and a few other cities and settled in Toronto for quite a few years uh, because she just loved the openness and the the great love that she received as a performer here in Toronto. Uh, So Jackie was born male uh, and was a uh, very open uh, transgendered person uh, and lived as a woman and an artist here uh, for for many years and ended up moving back to uh, Tennessee eventually to take care of her mother. So uh, yeah, uh, many of the releases by Jackie Shane were, were off of the Sue Records label. Any Other Way was a number two hit in the Chum Charts here in Canada, and that track was uh, written by William Bell of Stax Records, uh, any other way. Uh, So yeah, uh, Jackie knew Shirley Matthews. They were part of the same scene of uh, of music here in the uh, Young Street Strip, which was a uh, seedy area of of the city. Now it's sort of our high street, our main uh, street within the city. But at one point in the 50s and 60s, it was the hotbed for artists coming through the city uh, just to hang out, uh, all-nighter bars and and clubs to perform and it was the place to be to go and check out uh, R&B, jazz and blues artists that uh, came through uh, Toronto. So uh, yeah, uh, we're going to move on to a couple of other Toronto-based artists. Uh, So let's hear some garage music.
If You Don't Want My Love by Jack London and the Sparrows from 1965. They were originally from Oshawa and moved to Toronto to pursue their musical uh, career and dreams. Uh, so what's interesting, so that that particular track hit number three on the RPM record charts uh, here in Canada, uh, which was a big deal back then. <laughs> and uh, what is fascinating is uh one of the band members the bass players was uh from the minor birds so both this band and the minor birds swapped bass players at some point i think it was around the 1965 66 era of their career uh but they were more short-lived uh along with the minor birds uh for artists from the mid 60s but uh yeah amazing sort of uh beats garage music out of this city so uh let's move on to another band in the same sort of vein called liverpool set Liverpool set with 16 tears to the end from 1966. So the members of the band were from all over the place. Uh, One from Montreal, one from Timmins, uh, two, actually three from the UK. So uh, one from London, one from Newark, England, and a member who played guitar was from Wales. They also had a guitarist from Latvia. So a very interesting mix of characters in this band. Uh, they were based out of Toronto and they got signed to Columbia Records and recorded uh, their first singles in Nashville. So that's pretty amazing for uh, a, a garage 
uh, sort of beat band from Canada. Uh, they ended up playing and opening up for the Birds in Florida at one point in their career, which is amazing. So yeah, Liverpool set. Uh, so yeah, we're going to keep going with some garage, but we're going to uh, head west in Canada. Deverons with the uh, cover of the Dylan song On the Road Again from 1966. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Deverons were from Winnipeg and uh, they were led by Burton Cummings of the Guess Who. Uh, he was only 14 years old when he started to get into bands. So uh, Burton Cummings and the Guess Who were behind the song American Woman. And uh, yeah, they were signed to the REO Records label, which was a subsidiary of Quality Records here in Canada, which did release a lot of uh, hits from the U.S. and elsewhere. Uh, so yeah, lots of fantastic music was released on those both those labels, and the actual sound quality is quite good. So <laughs> interesting that uh, the label is called Quality Records. Burton Cummings moved on to become a part of the Guess Who when he was around 18 years old. So uh, yeah, the next track I'm going to play is, of course, from the Guess Who. These are the words that I had to say I'll always be your guy Believe me I'll never make you cry Believe me I'll always stand by your side Believe me Just to keep you satisfied Believe me Believe me Believe me There ain't no use in telling you nothing but the truth It's the same old play And it happens every day 
really great when you dig deeper into popular bands and discover that they have this really cool history. Uh, so the Guess Who are one of those bands who uh, early on in their uh, in their career in the uh, mid '60s they were putting out some really incredible. Uh, garage records. Uh, So I'm glad that uh, some of those singles are still out there and available, Uh, a little hard to find and pricey. But uh, yeah, amazing, amazing garage music from the mid 60s. So this track, Believe Me, came out in 1966. Uh, And it was written by Randy Bachman, who was uh, one of the members of the Guess Who. Uh, It was released on Quality Records, and it was produced by their then-manager Bob Burns. So yeah, believe me. And yes, I do believe in you, the Guess Who. Uh, So yeah, let's move back into um, some Toronto artists uh, with another Garage track. So, yes, here is the Ugly Ducklings. I'm here, baby, I'm saying you're driving me insane. You're driving me mad, yeah, you rattle on my brain. I happen to mention what you said last night. You paid no attempt and you just dropped out of sight. Baby! All right, before that station ID, we heard the Ugly Ducklings with their track Nothing from 1966 on the Yorktown Records label. 
So yeah, the Ugly Ducklings were a uh, Toronto garage rock band that were active between 1965 to 1974. And uh, yeah, they've been featured on many record comps uh, through Pebbles, Nuggets, and Garage Beat 66. Their biggest, biggest hit was Gaslight, which went to number 17 on the Canadian charts. Uh, Sunday's records label reissued one of their albums uh, a few years ago. So yeah, the Ugly Ducklings. Uh, they were also one of the opening acts for the Rolling Stones back in their heyday. Uh, And that was at a venue called Maple Leaf Gardens, which is this huge sports and events uh, stadium. So uh, yeah, major, major band uh, in the the Toronto scene that uh, are uh, sort of the equivalent to the Sonics in my mind, uh, in terms of music and a scene they, uh, they really, really um, put out some amazing records. Let's move on to some French-Canadian artists. Jenny Rock with Mal from 1969. So if that sounded familiar, it is the French version of Deep Purple's Hush. So uh, 
Jenny Rock was most uh, active between 65 and 69, and she did a lot of covers of pop hits uh, from the uh, Quebec area. So she was a yeye chanteuse, and uh, at one point she actually opened up for the Stones in Montreal in 1965. So she is a very well-loved and respected artist from uh, Quebec. And uh, that particular song, that cover of Hush, was produced by uh, Michelle Pagliero, which uh, is an artist and singer who was uh, very popular in the uh, late 60s into the early 70s. So that's who we're going to hear next. Loving You Ain't So Easy from Pagliero from 1971. So Michelle Pagliero was a singer, songwriter, and producer, and uh, he had hits in English and in French in Canada. 
And uh, some of that, uh, the record that that song came from was partially recorded at Abbey Road Studios, which uh, is amazing. And uh, Pagli Arrow in the 80s actually opened up for David Bowie during a, uh, a show and tour that uh, came through Montreal. So, yeah, he, uh, he started performing and uh, joining bands in the 60s. So one band that he apparently was in at some point is uh, the next band we're going to hear. Another track that sounds familiar? Well, that was uh, Les Merzies with uh, De Québec à Montréal, which was their version of Gary U.S. Bond's New Orleans. And that came out in 1965. And uh, the name of the group was inspired by the Beatles, clearly, uh, with the uh, Mersey beat that really... Uh, influences their sound. Uh, so apparently Michel Pagliero had been a member of Les Merzies, according to my research online. Uh, so yeah, and members of Les Merzies became a band called Les Sinners, which were a little bit more well known. But uh, yeah, uh, in the uh, in the uh, Montreal uh, Quebec scene, there was a lot of fantastic uh, sort of beat garage bands, along with the uh, the women yeah yeah singers. So uh, next up, we're going to hear some uh, some francophone yeah yeah, uh, and this is Mon Mini Croulon. Thank you. 
by Christine et les copains, which means uh, Christine and friends. Uh, and that was from 1967. So uh, Christine et les copains were a very young French francophone uh, teen band uh, in the yeah yeah style. Uh, they put out a few singles, uh, and they were very short-lived as a band, but uh, in that time, they did play a very popular festival in Quebec that featured all the top garage bands. So, yeah, pretty good for uh, for a short-lived band that uh, put out some fantastic singles. And uh, uh, Mon Mini Croulant is just uh, a driving fantastic uh, little garage yeah yeah mod number so uh yeah we're gonna shift gears and play a couple of uh, canadian artists that uh put out singles that were very uh big in the northern soul scene so let us start with paul anka
So that was Paul Anka with I Can't Help Loving You from 1966. Uh, he was born in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada, and uh, he started writing at a young age and performing uh, and had some hits in the 50s, mid, mid to late 50s. And uh, yeah, needed a kind of boost uh, when his career was in a slump. And that was when this uh, this track was presented to him. Uh, it was a song that was trying to draw from the driving Detroit beat of Motown uh, to try to see if uh, they could re-invigorate re, uh, re, uh, his career. And uh, it didn't help very much, sadly. Uh, but... 10 years later, almost 10 years later, this track uh, became a huge hit in the uh, Wigan Casino and Northern Soul circuit of, of music and records. Uh, so one thing that uh, Paul Anka did was write some amazing songs. And one of his uh, well-known tracks that were written for Tom Jones was She's a Lady. So, uh, yeah, Paul Anka. So let's move on to another track by an artist uh, that was also uh, picked up and big on the Northern Soul scene. Here is Eddie Spencer with his version of If This Is Love.
It's time to wrap up the show. You've been listening to Girl About Town on The Face Radio. So we finished up with Eddie Spencer and his version of If This Is Love. And that was released in 1968. And it has the exact backing track as the Precisions version, which came out the year before in 67. Uh, and for some reason, the, uh, the original by the Precisions didn't do as well as the Eddie Spencer version uh, had done. Uh, in 67 in Detroit, there were uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of turmoil with the race riots that were going on. So maybe the uh, Precision's version sort of got uh, lost as uh, people were focused on on uh, recovering from what had happened in that year. So when uh, the Eddie Spencer version came out in 1968, it did get some play in Windsor, Detroit, Buffalo, Cleveland, and as far as Pittsburgh. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and it also then later on in 1976, uh, the Eddie Spencer version and the Precision's version, really, uh, but the Eddie Spencer version also got a resurgence of popularity with the uh, northern soul scene in the UK uh, in the uh, circuit of of the all-nighters all uh, and weekenders. So yeah, in 1976, there was a, uh, a, uh, a resurgence and interest in that track again, If This Is Love. So yeah, Eddie Spencer was born in Montego Bay in Jamaica and moved to Toronto to pursue his musical career. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, that wraps up this episode of Girl About Town. Uh, I'm DJ Nico in Toronto. So thank you so much. If you want to keep in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram as DJ Nico Toronto. On uh, Mixcloud as DJ Nico T.O. Same handle on Twitter. You can find Girl About Town on uh, Facebook. If you search out, uh, there is a group for the radio show. And uh, please remember to support The Face Radio. Uh, we function on donations uh, and the money that is raised throughout the year. So if you would like to donate to the uh, station, please check out thefaceradio.com. There is information there and details on donations. And uh, please remember that uh, donations, you can actually select swag and items in exchange for your donations. So uh, have a look at what is available there. Some fantastic items, uh, swag and designed pieces with our branding, the face radio branding. Uh, so yes, thanks so much. I'm going to finish up the show with a, another Canadian artist uh, to finish this, this, uh, this episode that was all Canadian. Uh, but I'm actually going to jump to a modern day artist. This is the Soul Motivators. They are uh, a local Toronto uh, band. Uh, full horns, bongos, drums, guitar, bass, uh, keyboards, and a fantastic singer. So they released a record uh, in March. And uh, this is the lead track. Um, do It Together is the name of the album, and this is Let's Do It Together, which is a cover of the Dyke and the Blazers tune. So let's finish up with this track, uh, The Soul Motivators, and again, this is Girl About Town, DJ Nico, thank you so much, and see you next month. <laughs> <laughs>